Yeah, 19 minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. We go straight into our headlines. Big piece of news today, certainly. Or oh, I guess uh, big revelations, depending on how you, you look at it. Came through from, uh, yeah, the oppressors of the African National Congress and the Economic Freedom Fighters. And uh, joining me on the line uh, this evening to uh, uh, talk to me about some of this is uh, SABC's news uh, political editor, um, Zwandi Lembeje, and uh, yeah, joins us uh, now on the line. From Zwai, good evening and welcome. Good evening, uh, good evening to the listeners. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us. I did say when we started the show this evening to many of our listeners uh, that uh, the ANC press ended fo- probably around 45 minutes ago, uh, but the EFF one uh, happened uh, a lot earlier on in the day. Yeah. Maybe let's start off with that one. Um, sure. One what did you make, I guess, of uh, what people were expecting even before the press started? One around the voting, you know, yeah. uh, choices of the EFF. Uh, yes, secondly, yes, whether yes, or not yes. that should be seen as coalitions or whatever. But also, I think the third one, some of the um, clear developments that have come. I mean, withdrawal of the Metsamahulu mayor, uh, yeah. a very explicit commitment to not vote with the ANC, to not even have some of its own people voted for by the ANC. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with the EFF, Ayabong. Uh, um, well, it was expected that the EFF was going to hold a press conference of this nature, basically uh, explaining um, its position, why it's voting with the DA. Uh, remember, there was a lot of backlash uh, in some quarters uh, that, uh, while well, the EFF is basically uh, going with the party, the party which has openly said, we don't need your vote, but you keep giving us your vote. But then they came out to say, well, their vote for the DA is not necessarily a vote of confidence in the DA, but their bigger enemy is the ANC, as long as they are able to get the ANC out of power. So it basically doesn't matter. So that's why they went and voted for the DA, despite the DA saying, well, uh, we actually don't care whether they vote for us or not. So, <laughs> which is quite interesting. You know, uh, politics, sometimes other people say, Abonga is politics. Mm. Uh, because here you are, and then the, the, the party that desperately needs votes, but it says, I don't need votes from this one. And this one says, ah, no, 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 it doesn't matter that you don't need to vote from me. I will vote for you. But the other thing, uh, which uh, was also very instructive, and, and, and I think you could see. Uh, basically, the DA um, has been saying it, 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 it wants to topple the ANC. And, and, and Malema made it clear to say, well, they were just saying it uh, because they're a political party. What they did not know was that the EFF actually had a plan to make that happen. And the question is, is the DA ready to govern all those municipalities Mm. because it had prepared for, I guess, uh, much fewer. I mean, I know that they had their eyes set on Tswane and, of course, Nelson Mandela. Yes, they were contesting uh, Johannesburg. Yes, they were contesting Ekuruleni. But clearly, I don't think they really had their eyes set on that. Mm. And, you know, the the other thing, Bramzwai, I mean, I guess that uh, has... Well, some interface with the EFF and their particular positions on some of these things. We know how these voting arrangements have worked in the past. 
and yeah. uh, you know whether or not they are durable i guess is also uh, very much uh, an outcome of the whims of things that have no relation to what is happening at a local government or even at a council level. Um, I mean, is this really, if you found yourself in the pound seat with uh, the mayoral chain, is it really a victory? If we know, I guess, about, you know, the longevity of some of the other deals that we saw in 2016. You know, there's a very um, <laughs> English word which basically says, Hyrick victory. Mm. So, you know, that... <laughs> <laughs> it's a victory that can be easily taken away from mm. you. Yes, currently the DA is running all those municipalities. But to its credit, by the way, the DA it is aware of this. Um, and should they advocate for, let's say, a policy or for a decision that the EFF is against, so the decision won't pass. Mm. So clearly, what victory is there? Because there's no arrangement. Uh, this is not a coalition. So this party simply decided to say, okay, we need, we need a government uh, that, to run the municipalities. Or oh, this one says they are ready. Okay, let's make it possible for them. But if they do things that we are not satisfied about, we are not voting with that. So what does that mean? So clearly, this would be very, very interesting. In fact, uh, the DA is unveiling about 30 of its mayors uh, tomorrow. Mm. I, I have one. So we are also uh, waiting to hear from them if they attend tomorrow. Uh, the EFF and ANC have had theirs today. If the DA is attend tomorrow, and uh, to have it all for them, they will also be unveiling a record number of their mayors. I can tell you now, uh, it doesn't matter how they spin it, they never expected what they'll be unveiling tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> Let's come to what happened, I guess, uh, just uh, 45 minutes or nearly 15 minutes ago. Um, a lot said in the uh, press of the governing African National Congress. And I guess, you know, the first thing I want us maybe to unpack is this notion. I mean, I think the ANC has really tried to convince the public uh, that uh, they are not the losers in this election. Yeah. Uh, and if we look numerically... They are still mm. the largest organization. But, um, yeah. you know, when people speak about winning or losing, they don't speak about, you know, what the poll positions or the scoreboard yeah. looks like in essence. Yeah. What they're talking yeah. about is actually the types of changes that have happened from one election to the next. Okay. Let's, let, let's put it this way. Um, I think the, the, the listener will then decide for himself or herself. Sure. You and I are supposed to run 10 kilometers. Whoever crosses that 10 kilometers will be the winner. Mm. All right? You run, you run uh, for 8 kilometers, and then you can't reach uh, 10 kilometers. I run, I only run 6 kilometers. So, here is the question. Did you win? Mm. Because the winning meant that you had to reach 10 kilometers. So, both of us didn't reach 10 kilometers. But what happened is that you did better than me because you were two kilometers ahead of me. But the bottom line is that both of us did not win. Yes, in terms of the running stamina, you've got a little bit more than I do. But we did not win. Hmm. So all those who were running behind me, we take all those kilometers, we club all of it together. And then when you say, okay, the other one ran three kilometers, the other one ran four so if we put six, three, and four, that does go beyond 10 kilometers. So that is the situation. 
yes, we will not take away from the ANC in that in most municipalities, it is the leading party, but it did not win because to win, you have to reach 50 plus one. So I think the listeners ought to understand that um, government in our system uh, is formed by that one who reaches who reaches 50 plus one. It didn't happen in this instance. Sure. Ramzai, hold the line there for me for a second because, you know, this election, as these elections unfold, uh, around how this democratic system works and um, uh, saying, you know, a big part of the last-minute victory out in Eteguini, and I'd be interested to hear your views on that, uh, Pramzwai, of what uh, happened there uh, to deliver um, Golisi Kawunda uh, to the mayoral seat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, suggesting that uh, a lot of that had to do with Ubaba um, Wagwa Tagutunuse, Jacob Zuma, uh, and, uh, of course, I guess uh, the RET faction. Uh, so a big part, I guess, even of the EFF press conference was about yeah. trying to display these divisions or fissures inside of the ANC. Um, yeah. Talk to me about what role those play as we go towards 2024. This is quite interesting. In fact, Mbalula himself, uh, you had when he said, uh, we may have to examine our role and, and, and what the Zuma Shelter could have done mm. in KZN. I think one of the reasons people are talking about the, the, the role of the former president, uh, Mr. Mavondla is a very known um, uh, benefactor of uh, former president mm. uh, Jacob Zuma, so they're very close. So it's not far-fetched that they spoke. Obviously, it's been uh, confirmed that they did speak. But uh, what transpired is that uh, already the leadership in the province had already uh, struck a deal, but I guess uh, to ensure that the deal doesn't fall, so I'm sure people like a, a former president who also have an interest. He's a member of the ANC. Before the elections, he came out to say people must vote for the ANC, even if they are not happy about certain things that are happening, but the ANC must be voted for in, in, into power. So clearly, having seen what had happened in Gauteng in terms of the metros, I guess it was in everybody's interest, particularly those who have an interest in the ANC, perhaps to retain a, a municipality like Deben, because it's quite a key Mm. Uh, municipality. So clearly, the factions and obviously uh, will always play out themselves out. Uh, you can't expect the factions to be buried overnight. Yes, they are entrenched. That's why when we speak about them renewing, it must not only be a weight, but it must only be a date. It's understandable. It's still fresh, and some people would want to parrot themselves as the ones who made it possible. But I guess if you are a United AMC, you will simply say, uh, as the cadres of the ANC, regardless of who exactly did that, we have done it. But because the divisions are entrenched, they, this grouping would want the public to think they are the ones who did it, so that the other one is seen as not uh, having done what is supposed to mm. be done. Clearly, for a part like EFF, it's good for them uh, to display these reactions in public, because it benefits them. So <laughs> someone did a count, uh, said, for example, the EFF mentioned the ANC more than 400 times, and then it mentioned the EFF about 46 times. So for them, it's understandable. The EFF has been very clear about this. They say, we want to dislodge the ANC. We want to destroy the ANC. If they, they wish, that indicates that uh, it's going that direction 
they will magnify it even more mm. so that people will think it's a damn deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about, uh, I guess, the seeming mutiny within the ranks. Um, I mean, a lot of what, uh, you know, Figel and Balula spoke to was also the sense that some had gone uh, without a mandate to go and negotiate particular things. And, uh, and uh, he felt, you know, uh, certainly quite frank also in his admissions, uh, of uh, all of this uh, that was happening and, I guess, uh, the implications in this uh, disunity that we've been speaking about? Oh, yes. And um, I think, uh, I think uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, when you've been monitoring what some of the social media is saying, uh, I mean, we went to the elections and then as people and, and voted for different parties. But uh, when we had voted, parties then started to look at their own interests. And you look at the conditions the EFF placed uh, to the ANC in order for it to form a coalition. And then, obviously, it was, uh, in inverted commas, impossible for the ANC to accept those. But then you, you look at how easily it gives uh, the votes to the DA. So this is politics, uh, Ayabonga. This is mm. politics. So in politics, uh, you do that which will help you achieve your goals uh, quicker. And I think, for example, the EFF says they want to dislodge the ANC. If giving power to the DA will weaken the ANC, it works for them. But same thing, the DA says we want to be seen as people who are an alternative to the, to the ANC. If we are given power, we'll try and demonstrate that. So that works for them. As for the ANC, yes, they'll be paying that they've been dislodged from a number of municipalities. But perhaps is the time for reflection. So you probably would remember, you may not, you, will, you may remember in KZN that in 1994, the ANC was never in power. It was the yes, ISP. Yes, but was. the kind of work they put in there, the kind of stuff they did there convinced the people of Wazul Natal in the main that actually the ANC was the part to vote for. And mm. it was able to turn the corner. So what, when it's in power, what does it do? Hey, but there are other examples, you know, go to the Western Cape. I mean, where it's the flip side of that example, right? Uh, you know, you, you're in power. I mean, many, many of us younger folk might not even remember uh, the yeah. ANC being in power there, you know, Sisnoma India, Amfeket, or Ibrahim Rasul, yeah, yeah. and many others. Uh, so there's also, I guess, many of these examples uh, that uh, seemingly unfold for us and, uh, yeah, that make... I guess this task of going, as uh, some have said in the ANC, back to the opposition <laughs> benches, something uh, from which uh, I guess the prospect of coming back into power might be a, a somewhat of a daunting one. But um, I I mean, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just a quick one. I think one of the things about the DA, um, which, uh, but I think, uh, and they're very strategic uh, on this. So they, they want to try to start small mm. so that they consolidate. So what they did, they focus on the Western Cape until they made sure that it was beyond reach for anyone else. Then here in Gauteng, remember, they took Midbal. They made sure that it's beyond reach of anyone else. That is why their target was fun. They actually, as much as they were contesting all these other municipalities, they didn't really care about them. Uh, didn't care in inverted commas. They wanted Swan because they wanted to deploy all their resources. That is why they were targeting Nelson Mandela because once they focus they, they, they make sure that it's beyond reach. I can tell you now uh, that Umgeni would be very difficult to reclaim from the ANC mm. what, in case that, you know, what the DA did 
they targeted the small municipality, which they know is manageable, they will deploy their resources, and then they'll be able to say, and look where we're governed, how we do it. That is why when they grab power, it's very difficult to dislodge. They just had problems in bigger metros like Tswane because they never had the total control. But yeah, now that they've been given an even bigger number of municipalities, it is going to be very curious. I think that's why Julius Malema said, so they said they wanted power. We've given to them. Let's see if they'll be able to run it. Mm. And then people will judge them based on all of this. The question is, were they ready? And remember, Ayabong, if they are not able to deliver on those municipalities, a party like EFF will say, we gave you the opportunity. So it means you are in the same league as the ANC. You're going to get out. So we benefit. So this is politics. Sure. Yeah, Metsumahulu, what do you make of uh, <laughs> what happened there? Wow, well, well, we, we were actually, yeah. When we were looking at Metsumahulu, because uh, the EFF, the way it's been so adamant about certain policies, uh, certain directions, so we really, uh, I think, as people of South Africa, as well in the media, we wanted to see how they're going to do uh, in regard to Mitzma mm. But guess what? They just told their mayor to resign with immediate effect. They are saying this is a trap because it was voted by the ANC, knowing very well that they don't have the numbers. So it means the ANC will call the tune. And then come 2024, for example, there is nothing to show for it because the ANC would have been blocking or would have been uh, pulling the strings. So they basically said, Mm-mm, the only time we want to govern, we want to govern when we are the only ones. But of course, other people uh, interpreted that differently to say, it does appear that uh, he may be scared of responsibilities because uh, talking and doing can actually be different. Huh. In Mamusa, where they have a speaker, they basically remember the speaker. Um, really, you don't have the speaker doesn't have to deliver any services. Uh, I think it, it, it's easier for them. That's why they saying no, 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 no. Uh, the speaker we accept because it was voted by the section. But that's quite interesting. So, it actually at the same time, yes, you can say the EFF feels <clears throat> it was being set up, but it also calls into question whether they are actually ready to govern. Sure. Yeah, eh? Uh, it reminds me of a document uh, in the <laughs> early 90s of uh, one political organization that I'm not going to More importantly, I guess, all of the intrigue and drama uh, behind uh, the decisions, the whims, and the negotiations among the politicians. We'll take a brief break. When we come back, we continue with Budim uh, Zwani Lembe. Send your voice notes to Metro FM Talk. 079-191-4270. Eight minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk uh, here on the Mighty Metro. We are taking a look at uh, our headlines. And, uh, yeah, joining me uh, to help us do this is um, Zwani Lembeche, SABC News political editor. And, uh, Bram Zwai, before we went to the break, uh, you make a very interesting analogy of a 10-kilometer race. And, uh, yeah, no matter if, uh, you know, one has run a further distance than some of the other participants, if you don't get to the finish line... Yeah. Uh, then it matters very, very little. But um, talk to me about what the head of elections, Figil Mbalula, attributed the weak electoral outcomes of the ANC to. Because I found it quite interesting. I mean, one of his latter points, uh, just before they ended the press briefing, 
saying, you know, making the example of uh, taking people from uh, Guamatala Hostel and placing them wherever, taking people from Alex and, you know, placing them in other neighborhoods. And even in places where they felt they had delivered, people still yeah. punished them. And uh, they yeah. felt that a lot of that had to do with perceptions. And those perceptions were cooked up uh, by yourselves and uh, myself here at the public broadcaster. <laughs> what do you make of that? You know, um, at the beginning of his press conference, um, I felt he was characterizing, I think, the, the, the problems quite correctly. Mm. Um, looking at the issue of the activision, do you remember every day there used to be protests, people protesting about the nomination of candidates, people protesting yes. about the issue of ESCOM, no electricity for months or weeks, people complaining about lack of service delivery. So, and then people complaining about the, the internal ructions within the uh, ANC, so which I thought was very fair. And also people complaining about the party being viewed as the party of Amasela, thieves. Mm. They kept repeating that. I thought that was a proper characterization. Um, but then <laughs> he went further to say um, he felt... Uh, this election was very difficult because even us, the media, particularly the public broadcaster, uh, uh, how do I put it, was somehow oppositional um, in, in, in how we conducted mm. our work. But of course, um, that's not true. I mean, there's evidence. Um, uh, we can, we, I mean, we can look at the evidence. And then going as far as to say some of our programs, like service delivery gauge, were meant to portray the ANC negatively. But that's not true, um, because um, what do you do, Ayabonga? Um, because it's an election time, uh, should you not then uh, speak about things that are happening uh, in any other municipality? So those things, in fact, uh, I see the SAPC has issued a statement um, basically challenging the ANC to come with evidence uh, to that effect. But the fact of the matter is that uh, they, they, I think as they try to relook at themselves, they are also um, not happy with the kind of perhaps service that uh, the SABC gave. But I can tell you now, uh, having been part of or having seen what has been happening, I guess uh, at some point everyone was complaining. You know, if almost every party is complaining about the same thing, you do feel that you probably are doing something right. Mm, mm. It's interesting, I mean, because I guess this whole idea, I mean, it does place into sharp focus uh, our role as broadcasters uh, in any poll, uh, least of all a public broadcaster, and uh, this distinction mm. between a state broadcaster and a public broadcaster. I mean, it must be a feather in the cap uh, of uh, uh, many of the journalists who work here uh, to yeah. have, you know, all of that, you know, uh, frustration being leveled from all directions, from the opposition, yeah. from yeah. the governing party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I know, I don't know when this debate will end. And at some point, there needs to be finality. Mm. We are the public broadcaster. And I think it's, it's everyone accepts that. But here's the thing, I want. Nothing differentiates us from EMTA, for example, only mm. from Africa. You know where you and I get our salary from? We get them from the commercial interest. Mm. So, yes, we are the public broadcaster. We ought to attend to what the public needs. But at the end of the day, we have to be sustainable. If we are not able to do certain things, so the funding model at some point 
needs to be looked at so that we are able to look at our public mandate without worrying about anything. I mean, as we speak now, so time and again, we have to go to a break because we have to pay the bill. Exactly. So a public broadcaster that relies on commercial interests it relies on states of, it relies on OMO and, and all of those things. <laughs> so what do we do? So clearly, uh, it's a different debate. I know I'm, I'm digressing a bit, but I'm just looking at this issue of an emphasis on, of the, mm. on the public broadcaster. Yes, granted we are, but there are those constraints that are placed heavily on us. Yeah. That is why in April we lost 622 people. Mm. You were speaking earlier on saying you, you you felt that, I guess, the head of elections of the ANC, Figula Mbalula, correctly characterized some of the problems that were facing uh, the African National Congress as it went into uh, mobilization mode for these elections. The disunity, the divisions within its structures, uh, and of course, as can be expected, the contestation around positions. Uh, I mean, he was lamenting the fact that even at this moment, after the uh, uh, results have been announced, in places where the ANC has received a very strong majority, you still have its members taking one another to court. Um, mm-hmm. well, what implications does this have, I guess, not just for the governing party, but for the realignment of our politics as we near 2024? Because it just seems that it's you know, just like a stuck record. Every time there is an election, mm-hmm. before the election and afterwards, there are you know, court contestations yeah. of all types of persuasions uh, inside of the governing yeah. party. I think the governing party, um, it keeps talking about renewal. It needs to stop talking about renewal, but doing something about renewal. Because um, it has to get uh, a grip on what is happening. Because if they go to 2024 with this kind of fraction, it's actually not far-fetched that they can uh, realistically be below 50. Mm. But of course, we know the local government elections uh, are not the true indicator of what normally happens at the national um, elections. So that's granted. But if the party continues to hemorrhage, if it continues to fight and is not able to correct some of that, which has, has led to this, so they may find themselves truly, truly losing. If they say they want to renew, they must renew uh, by deed, not only by word. Mm. And, and when, I mean, I guess when you look at the role of the governing party in some of these negotiations, I mean, we heard earlier on from uh, uh, um, the commander-in-chief of the EFF to mention that had uh, that uh, title, Ready, ready, ready to, to Govern. To govern. <laughs> 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 I mean, 